0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Agave Talk, your number one source for everything agave. We appreciate you being here with us today. Today I am super excited. Why? Because I am checking out a brand new brand to me. I have never tried this brand Um, I'm really excited to finally try this through reviews. You know, I I have a list of reviews I have to get through um, and I have in order to release. And this one, I've had these bottles for some time and I've not yet opened them. Like I've been staring at them. You guys know I love to open stuff on camera with you, right? Um, Especially if it's the very first time I'm ever drinking something like this because, you know, you come along this journey with us. And just looking at these bottles, super dope packaging. I'm loving the matte black. You got kind of this like uh, this like oh, Blair Witch Project cross going on, the wax across, like what does 7 eleven 17 mean? Why is this spell completely different? Like th- there's a lot of symbolism going on right now in these bottles, and um, especially talking about the liquid inside. Oh man, I'm super excited for that, all right? So with that being said, thank you for being here with us. I do truly appreciate it. And today we are checking out the brand called Blasphemous. Now notice, I didn't say tequila, I didn't say mezcal. No, this brand Blasphemous is neither. The lighting in black matte bottle is gonna be a little tricky today, so let me get that into focus. Notice, you will see, handmade american agave spirit on all three of these all right right up front handmade american agave spirit and over here as well handmade american agave spirit you'll notice there's three different numbers on there bunch of stuff going on a lot of symbolism i'm going to break it all down to you so first and foremost why is this not a tequila why is this not a mezcal what is an american agave spirit well blasphemous blasphemy There's a lot of disruption going on with this brand and what they're trying to do and first and foremost is this is coming straight out of texas where is it where is it right there born in texas all right if anybody knows roma texas that's where this is coming from they're actually building a um, their distillery up where you can go and visit that so check them out give them a follow online for sure so you know, you could be notified when they finally open that tasting room and you could go check this out in person. What's happening? Okay. American agave spirit. So, uh, whether you know or not, I'm not going to go in depth with it. However, if you're to be called tequila, if you're to be called mezcal, there's certain rules and regulations you have to abide by, all right? Kind of just like champagne in Champagne, France. If you're not made there, you're called sparkling wine. It's the same with tequilas and mezcals. So if you're not following those rules, not following those regulations, you're not made in those certain parts or states of Mexico, you cannot be called tequila or mezcal. So this here is actually coming out of Texas so right there, you cannot be called tequila or mezcal. It's an agave spirit, and why American? Well, because it's coming from Texas. All right, and that in itself is kind of blasphemous. It connects to the branding. So a lot of stuff going on here today. Going to be breaking down a lot of symbolism. symbol, symbol blah, blah blah. I can talk symbolism today. All right. Definitely a lot of symbolism in the branding, even for like the misspelling of blasphemous. Um, the compass has a meaning, right? The numbers going across has a meaning. And, you know, I'm, I'm really sitting here deciding and it's kind of blasphemous because I don't think I could come up with a definite answer. It's not a vertical flight I'm doing today. All right. It's definitely not a vertical flight. Vertical flight. You're going from a Blanco, Reposado, Añejo, Extra Añejo. You're taking one brand and going through the expressions. This is one brand, but there's no aging going on here, all right? Well, there's some aging, but this 711 to 17 doesn't have to do with actual barrel aging. It actually has to do with the age of the agaves that they're using. Super interesting, right? It's also not a horizontal flight because a horizontal flight is you're taking different brands, but tasting one expression across all of them. So, you know, you got brand one, two, and three, and it's like Blanco, Blanco, Blanco. Uh, extra añejo, extra añejo, extra añejo, and that's the horizontal. You're tasting the same expression, but across three different brands, you're going to get different notes, right? So this it can't be either, which is blasphemous, blasphemy. <laughs> agave spirits, again, tequila, mezcal, agave spirits. They're kind of disrupting the industry in a sense because they're not following the rules, they're not following the regulations. They're kind of working outside in in areas where it's like, you know what? Uh, screw the system down with the system. We gonna do what we want, kind of stuff like some rebel stuff, right? <laughs> Absolutely, they're disrupting. They're they're going against the grain. It's being made in America, right? Like that's you're not seeing, uh, you know, tequila, mezcal, or agave spirits made in America, right? That's another disruption to the system. Uh, blasphemous, the physical spelling, it's incorrect. That's another disruption and again just what they're doing the blending and it's just there's a lot going on here that is complete blasphemy but you know what that makes for blasphemous and hopefully a really good spirit definitely excited for this we're about to check out the bottles and taking a look at them again just that matte black you got this wax cap on all of them looks like a little pull tab there Uh, The compass, the actual compass, does mean something, all right? So the compass right here is actually a compass rose, and it represents north, south, east, west. And they say it represents the crossroads in Texas of Roma in the south, where the distillery is. Then you have Corpus, San Antonio, and El Paso. Um, They're also saying that even though this represents the four parts of Texas, it's also symbolism because they're branching out into the world. A compass is worldwide, universal, right? They want to branch out to the rest of the world. Um, looking down here, you'll see 7, 11, and 17. This says blended with 7-year-old agave, 40% alcohol. This says blended with 11-year-old agave, the same, 40%. And this says blended with 17-year-old agave, 40%. What does that mean? Again, a lot of stuff going on here, all right? So this number seven, blended with seven-year-old agave, is actually 100% agave espadin. So if you are a drinker or a mezcal, uh, the reality is, is if this did come from a region where mezcal can be produced, if it came from you know, going through rules and regulations, the entire process, to officially name it a mezcal, the reality is this would be a mezcal why because it's made with 100 agave esparin. what is the seven then well that seven is the amount of years a traditional agave espadine takes to grow yes all right so you got hundred percent agave esparin, and it's blended with seven-year-old agave again seven-year-old agave that's how long it takes for an agave espadín to mature all right so we're getting there cool Looking at this, 11, again, handmade American agave spirit, um, 100% agave blended with 11-year-old agave. Well, what does that mean? (laughs) How do we go from 7 to 11? Well, the reality is, is that this, too, would also be considered a mezcal if it went through all the rules and regulations to determine if it was a traditional regulated mezcal because this is actually an ensemble. What does that mean? All right, it's going to be the 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 call sign for today's video. What that means is this is actually made with 90% espadín but 10% tobala. Agave tobala takes about 11 years to grow, okay? Mezcal tobala, one of my Favorite! So I'm super, super, super excited for this. So, again, it's an ensemble, 100% Esparin. This is 90% Esparin, 10% Tobala. Um, and again, it takes about 11 years for a Tobala to mature. And this last one, what is this? 17. Wow, right? We're going way, way, way higher in numbers. 17. Again, if it followed the rules and regulations, this would be considered a Mescal. This is nowhere, none of these are anywhere near an actual tequila, all right? 100% Blue Weber. There's no Blue Weber in this, okay? This 17 is actually using 90% agave esparine. Again, kind of like this 90% here. 100% Esparine, 90% Esparine, 10% tobala. This is actually using 90% esparin and 10% agave americana. All right. Century plant. Go look it up. You can Google and find out exactly what agave americana is. And it takes about 17 years for that agave americana to mature and grow. They are using only mature plants within this lineup. So super hats off to that. Excited as well. And talking mezcal. All right. What kind of practices are they using to create this they're actually using artisanal methods so go check that out as well again i've I've done many videos breaking down the different production methods of mezcal and these three are using uh artisanal production methods super super cool all right so the brand itself um in talking with them they it did take them um quite some time quite some time to develop this recipe and i believe on the back it says yeah family secret recipe texan roots since 1742 think blasphemous there's so much like history behind this brand uh, with you know uh, having roots in mexico then coming up to texas a little bit of back and forth Uh, really dope go actually check out their website so you can read up all about that and uh, you can then see and hear why they are actually in texas right now and hopefully one day too you can go try their distillery Um, super super cool again they're really trying to break the grain Uh, be disruptive this is not tequila it's not mezcal it's blasphemy (laughs) So we are, uh, yeah, about to open this up, about to open this up. Look at this again, the wax. I'm definitely about to check this out. And as I pour them out again, there is a little bit of information I left out on purpose. Why? I'm just having some fun with this, being a little disruptive myself, all right? So I am going to open all three of these up. You can see here, it's just like this uh, this pull, rubber, I'm sorry, wax, little pull tab, right? Then you got that there. Um, just the sticky right and uh let your bottles pop oh there there was no pop on that whatsoever (laughs) just a regular regular you know cork with the black cap um actually before i pour that out i will actually open all of these up and with that being said if you haven't done so already please hit that like and subscribe as well as follow us on instagram at agave talk all right really appreciate everybody who does follow us on instagram you get to see um, a lot of stuff before i end up putting it on youtube and there's a lot a lot of great content on there so thank you for following for sure and if you are here exclusively on uh youtube thank you as well and i appreciate you so all of these i'm just gonna take Ooh, that one popped all right the 17 the 11 and Oh, the 7 was good. And pour all of these out, all right? Guess what? You're going to notice something. Whoa. (laughs) Another surprise. The brand keeps on giving. And that was actually a pretty big pour. Oh, geez. Um, All right. That was a 7. This is the 11. Let's see. What is this going to come out as? And all right. That 7 is dark. That 11 that's pretty dark too. I bet you weren't expecting that. <laughs> I'm betting you were expecting something clear to come out of these bottles. Nope, nope, nope. And I'm going to explain why these are aged. But I haven't talked about aging. Again, blasphemous. This is so cool. Like I'm really digging the brand. Uh, the branding on this man. Just hats off to the whole blasphemous team. This is such a fun, fun. Um, review and flight to do right now I'm super stoked so looking here at R7 at R11 and at R17 well why is it dark you didn't say anything about it being barrel age you didn't say anything about aging right well yeah you're right I didn't but I also did not not say that cool all right so <laughs> what they're actually doing with this seven all right There is some aging and they're actually using amburana, amburana, always mess that word up, amburana wood, which comes from Portugal. So this, there is some aging going on and they're using a type of wood being brought in all the way from Portugal. I got some wax under my nail. Um, Amberana wood and that Amberana wood really has some distinct flavors to it, super cool. Go check that out. The 11, the 11, all right, they're actually using American oak, all right, so a little bit more of a traditional um, type of wood to get that color and aging, right? And then the 17, they are using a French oak with a heavy toast, so super excited again because another surprise blasphemy i was really and i'm sure you were really expecting this was going to be clear nope we got some aging going on as well so man oh man i smell it right now the studio is smelling amazing um yeah this is oh man we about to dive into this i mean even too just looking at the legs and tears uh, let me see if i could get that on camera it sticks around for a minute and it's kind of, oh yeah, no, that's, that's, that's sticking. That's sticking all right. These are actually going through three distillations. Um, the first distillation is actually happening in Oaxaca and then they're, you know, importing it into Texas and they are then distilling another two times in Texas. They're actually using copper pots as well, which is really cool. And again, also using those artisanal methods. Uh, A goal is that they're going to be doing all of their production in Texas, right? Uh, But for now, that is what they're doing. So this man, all three expressions, um, just kind of sticking around for sure on the glass. Let me see if I can get that. It's not really getting into into focus there, kind of. But it's, yeah, sticking around just like the rest of them. All right, let's dive on in. Thanks for being here with us and taking on this journey. Number seven a hundred percent agave espadin, oof with some ambur- amburana amburana wood that that portugal it's a light toast light char definitely got that 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 smoky flavor on there and it's it's got a little sweetness to it as well which is interesting i'm getting like Cinnamon. There's a lot of cinnamon going on on this. And again, go Google Amburano Wood um, and check that out. But yeah, there's definitely like I'm I'm, I'm seeing. If you're like in bourbon, it's like you're a bourbon guy, it's like bourbon with a twist, a little bit of scotch in there because of the smoke, right? But man, that cinnamon flavor on there, like that um, aroma, I should say. I haven't tasted it yet. That's killer. That is, oh, the smell on that. You got the espadin, but you got that cinnamon with the oak as well. Um, the amberana wood, my apologies. And, oh, my gosh, it's just, it's it's kind of sweet, too. That's amazing. But it doesn't, set, like, smell like anything, like, crazy manipulated. Like, it's just really a nice balance of kind of, like, a sweet and smoky and spicy with that cinnamon. Oh, oh, oh my gosh gosh what is that whoa now again this is that 90% esparin 10% tobala that's oh my god that's crazy it's 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 got American oak aging uh, with with a medium toast on that American oak but oh my god You're getting that espadine, but that 10%, like you you got to imagine the flavors on a plant because, oh my God, I wish, I wish you all were here with me just to smell the difference between those two. That is insane. Hold on. Oh, that, oh, that opened up. That's smelling like, like apple pie or something. Oh, that's amazing. This. Oh, the cinnamon toned down. There's not like, there's not a lot of cinnamon going on in this one. But it's kind of, ooh, you're getting a little cheese from the tobala. You're still getting the smokiness from the esparin and those artisanal methods. Uh, but man, I'm also getting like even, even like some citrus. Like some fresh citrus on there. Maybe even like, like orange, orange peel. Hints of vanilla too. Like, oh my God, that smells amazing! It's one of the best smelling things I've smelled in a while. Shout out, blas- blasphemous man! And um, oh, this seventeen—I I, got to go back through this seventeen. And now, like, I'm—I don't know what to expect. Hundred percent agave espadín, but aged with the ambarana wood from Portugal. Ninety percent espadín, ten percent tobala, um, aged in American oak, medium toast. And now the seventeen. Uh, 90% Esparine, 10% Agave Americana um, in French Oak Heavy Toast. (laughs) Uh, Disruption for sure. These are just so unique. Oh my God. Okay, so these two, these two are smelling a little bit more similar to each other than this. This is the, the Esparin with the with that Amberana wood is just like in a league of its own. The, the Esparin Americana is definitely It's floral. It's kind of floral. Definitely gotta be that Americana, right? That agave Americana is kind of floral. Um I'm even thinking like brandy. Like if you're a brandy drinker, like that after dinner cordial, like, but it's not like overwhelmingly sweet it's got some sweetness to it all of them do this is just insane how that smells like apple pie now that cinnamon oh that is so delicious and yeah this 17 definitely you're getting that oak that espadin is really shining through but the americana is adding floral notes to it whereas that tobala is adding kind of like cheesy citrusy tones the americana right now in my nose here in the 17 is oh my gosh definitely giving some floralness to it in that french oak um you could definitely definitely check out and and smell that influence on there so oh man this um um let's jump in let's taste um let's do it this is this is this is a long video to get this tasting but man what a cool brand um, I'm happy if you have stuck around so far that you are able to share an experience um, you know learning about this. I highly recommend you go check them out. but also too, I'm just blown away by the aromas on this. Uh, let's take a sip. Cheers, salute everybody. Thanks for being here with us mm. Whoa wow okay now that's that is different that is so insanely different and that cinnamon smell you're getting is absolutely in the flavor i will be honest i will be honest i would question is are they adding something are they adding some hints of cinnamon like i don't I can't think of like, um, like amberana wood, like how much cinnamon amberana wood actually like contains in it, like that flavor, that note, but just taking, taking a sip of this, I'll be honest. I kind of wish I would have drank this after now. Cause that, that cinnamon taste. Give me a second. Let me take a sip. Mmm. Mmm. Oof, there's the Esmarine as well. I've never tasted anything like that. I've drank a lot of mezcal. I've drunk a lot of tequila, agave spirits for sure, like I've never tasted anything like that. And it is, it has such a flavor of of cinnamon on there that I would question, "Hey, are they adding a little bit of something to this?" However, I must make it very clear it's not sweet. Because that's usually, if we're talking additives, one of the most common additives. There's huge additions of like vanilla and, sh- and sucralose, right? Sugars, stuff like that. There is nothing sweet about this. This is absolutely like if you like a like a bourbon, if you're a bourbon drinker for sure. But there's definitely an overwhelming amount of cinnamon, and I don't know enough about amberana wood um, to understand like is it important? imparting that much flavor could it impart that much flavor into um an agave espadin, right because i know what espadin tastes like and there it is there it's got a little smoke to it as well but man that addition of that cinnamon whether it's an additive or not honestly i'm digging it and it's extremely complimentary um not overpowering and not disgusting at all i'm gonna save that little bit because i want to go at the very end and just kind of do them all one shot wow 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 loving the seven so far for sure this 11. oh my god the smell on these things oh the 11. again 90 espadin, 10 tobala which is hands down one of my favorite mezcal varieties uh, magueys as well um, you are getting some vanilla and that citrus but again just like some of that 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 cheesiness too from the tobala oh my god cheers salud. Mm. oh my god <laughs> wow i'm so like so surprised so stoked you see you know new brands come out and it's like all right what are you gonna do all right all this symbolism the, the it looks great like you hear the story okay great but like what are you gonna taste like that's ultimately what it is what do you taste like Wow. (laughs) That is, that is damn good. Give me a second. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. A little bit more bitter um, than the seven for sure. And I like it. You're definitely getting that toast it's a little more toasty wood wise than the seven definitely got a little bit more wood on it that oak is a bit more powerful for sure than that amberana wood um i am getting those those citrus kind of tones a little bit cheesy a little hint of vanilla as well could come from the oak it doesn't taste like anything like super overwhelming um if there is an additive in there again you you're not well at least my taste buds i'm not getting something like again this is disgusting or taste manipulated it just works the blending on that oh man that is delicious i gotta oh man i don't know this is just like completely disruptive for sure that cinnamon flavor on there it's just like nothing you've ever it's familiar but it's not right this is well it's a bit more traditional in a sense Uh, But again, too, you don't get a lot of aged mescals. Yes, it's an agave spirit, but the reality is this this, this is a mescal, right? If it went through the production um, and the rules and regulations, I should say. Um, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. I'm digging this. I'm going to finish this out. Oh, the smell on these are insane. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. And yeah, the reason I finished this out, because I was really checking for that vanilla flavor, there's a little hint of it. But it's not overwhelming. You are just getting more of that oak, um, the esparine with the, the hints of that 10% tobala. I love that. Amazing, amazing. But man, that 7 is so unique. All right. 17%, 90% Esparin and 10% Agave Americana. All right. Yes. All right. Go check that out. Agave Americana. And this is French Oak Heavy Toast. Ooh, that floral. Oh, it's opening up. I love it. Cheers. Mm-mm. Mm. oh wow floral but herbal even that's oh that is so unique (laughs) yo team blasphemous shout out like this is just insane what you guys are doing with this. This is such a cool experience right now. Uh, let me take another sip of this. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. A Little bit more drier. All right. So that's why I was saying like, if you like that brandy, it's definitely a little bit more drier than the others. Um, more herbal, more floral for sure. You are getting that oak on there, but that agave americana, it's, um, it's a unique flavor as well. It's definitely overpowering. I feel the esparine, even though it's 90% esparine, you are getting that, that, you know, kind of floral, flowery herbal taste um from that americana and that is interesting overall and that's why i wanted to you know do all three across each others because i just wanted to go like sip swallow sip swallow sip swallow and just go from there i mean you know we don't rate anything here on agave talk but in flights like this i absolutely can give you my favorite right now hands down I'll absolutely recommend the brand across the board like blasphemous this is this is delicious and again blasphemy I haven't shared this yet there's no barrel aging <laughs> I've been waiting for that I've been waiting for that what there's no I guess again just more blasphemy right the reality is is none of these have touched any barrels what do you well how did they get that color then Guess what? They're not aging the spirit in barrels. No, they're actually taking staves of wood and throwing them into the mix for about six weeks. So these aren't even aged a year. They're not aged two years, three years. Why are they so dark? Hey, these have only undergone aging for about six weeks and staves of wood were included into the mix and there was no barrel aging i had to save that been waiting to drop that bomb again just such a dope brand blasphemous all right guys this is it i'm going across straight across 7 17 and um, actually i'm gonna do 17 7 because i do remember this being a little bit again that cinnamon overpowering with the flavor um yeah i'm gonna go backwards all right, 17-11-7 let's do it cheers salute Mm-mm-mm. All right. That was a little sweeter. Definitely a little sweeter. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Oof. You got a little bit like. like char on there like burnt ends oh. oh i i can't say oh my gosh i'm just like sitting here processing overall let me get these cups out the way man overall blasts i can't say normally i i do and i'm like all right this is my favorite expression but right now just tasting all of these i can't pick a favorite i really can't maybe the top maybe it tastes a little bit more if i want to say familiar right like uh, i don't know because this this is this is insane just because of how different it is um agave americana it's it's a bit more floral which is not you know it's not my favorite but i enjoy it tomalas i love and i think that's possibly why i'm going for for the middle here but it's just so unique because even with the americana not being my favorite, that blend with the Esparin and the aging in the French oak, phenomenal. The 100% Esparin, you're, you've never tasted an Esparin like this because of that Amberana wood that they're using from Portugal, right, to help with that aging. And um, oh my God, just that cinnamon flavor that it that it imparts. Again, just completely disruptive, amazing. But that eleven, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. I love cheesy. I love kind of. I love tobalas. I love. A little bit of citrus in there. I think maybe the 11. But overall, just such a dope lineup. Um, Cheers. Hats off. Seriously, blasphemous to the whole team. And cheers to you for watching this. If you have not done so already, please hit that like and subscribe. As well as follow us on Instagram at Agave Talk. All right. Thank you for being here with us. And take care, everybody.